0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or sleepnumber.com. This is an RNZ podcast. fakaronga ki reo irirangi You're with Our Changing World on RNZ National and now, for the last few years on Summer Science we featured original podcasts produced by University of Otago students as part of their master's degrees in science communication. First up in our new series from the class of 2018 is Mary Rabbage's podcast called Never Ask a Boy Why.
1: Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Mary. Today we're going to talk about teenage boys and the stuff that they get up to
2: see if we can understand why
1: earlier we talked to some real teenage boys to see what kind of things that they do Pantsing's it fun yeah that's uh, always good <laughs> Pantsing. pocketing well, I haven't done it but I mean I've seen po- it done pocketing it. Po- oh pocketing is good. oh yeah pin po- uh, pocket what is this? pin pocket off of your yeah. white shirt well yeah. you just rip the pocket off their shirt their nice shirt <laughs> Oh, you tie them? Or you just yank their tie, no, tie. Drawing yeah. on their books, ah. writing inappropriate stuff. I'm drawing go. um, the male genital uh, is a big one. Just everywhere, sports. yeah, yeah everywhere, every yeah, anywhere. Uh, just like Facebook hacks, Snap hacks, Snap hacks. Snap hacks. Yeah, like well, going on their social media and yeah. like posting <laughs> Something stuff <funny> they wouldn't <laughs> normally <laughs> post. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> just drawing on people when they're sleeping in class. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that in class, just drawing face. You've slept in class? No. Well, yes. But, <laughs> I mean other people uh-huh. <laughs> getting woken up, waking you uh-huh. up when you're sleeping in class. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: oh, or, or getting like,
1: the whole class in on it and like clapping. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so he wakes up and starts clapping. Yeah.
2: That was quite a good list.
1: I found that both inspiring and creative.
2: My dad told me never to ask a boy why. I blatantly ignored his advice and I gave it a go. This is what we got. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't
2: know. I
0: don't know. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I don't know. So basically, when you ask a boy why he did something that you didn't expect, the thought process going through his head sounds exactly like this.
2: Well that was insightful Good thing I asked an expert Who actually spent a lot of time working with teenage boys Her name's Adrienne Buckingham And she's a teacher But she also has a background in psychology This is what she had to say about it Tell me, Adrian, what is it about teenage boys and their brains that makes them do dumb stuff? Uh,
3: there's two really interesting answers to this. Uh, one is the fact that I think adolescent boys, uh, well, they're adolescents, and the adolescent brain is not fully developed, particularly the prefrontal cortex, which is where you make a lot of your decision-making and self-regulation lives. They now think that the human brain doesn't develop until you're in your late 20s, so we're, we're really working with a piece of machinery that's having some major overhauls. The other thing is is that even in um, a totally mature adult brain, if you're having an emotional reaction, your prefrontal cortex pretty much shuts down and you are completely acting on instinct and you go into that fight or flight. Um, And any time a boy is overwhelmed by his emotions, which is dictated by a lot of stuff happening, um, he's not going to be making sensible decisions on top of the fact that um, he's not a fully developed brain as well. And I think we underestimate how much stress our teenagers are under, I think, uh, between NCA, which is continual assessment, um, social media, which is continual judgment from their peers, uh, not getting enough sleep, living in this very modern world, which is different than when you and I were teenagers. Um, Yeah, just... We shouldn't underestimate um, how much of their energy and their resources just go to coping day to day. So making really sensible, thoughtful, logical decisions based on good reasoning and experience is not always number one in their mind.
2: <laughs> so is there, is there a chemical reason why boys do really
3: silly things something like hitting the guy next to them um that'll be seeking out dopamine so seeking out that reward neurotransmitter um so it'll be about getting the laugh or about entertaining themselves or about engaging themselves when they're bored and and also i mean really if they're making physical contact with each other even if it seems violent you know on some level you got to wonder if they're seeking out a bit of bonding hormone a bit of oxytocin as well so that's that's a little bit but let's not underestimate testosterone too, a bit of alpha male stuff.
2: How big a deal is the alpha male thing day to day for boys?
3: It really is personality dependent. Working in a boys school and working in boys education for as long as I have, I think, in terms of managing, some boys are very tuned into that idea of pecking order and um, even if it's not sort of innately ground into them there's certainly a culture, I think, in all male environments where they're expected to, to fall in line and schools you know, are very military by by nature. Um, so there there tends to be a hierarchy and it's a survival thing. So they, they learn to. Be an alpha male if they need to.
2: What about the effect of their peers in social media?
3: Absolutely, I think uh, that adrenaline rush, that looking at having an audience, that certainly appeals. Um, they've got some interesting role models there, and they're seeing things that, you know, I don't think the human brain has ever been exposed to. And all of a sudden, um, that seems like a good idea, and they're like, oh, I can try it too. Um, whether or not they can, and whether or not they can pull it off, is a separate issue.
2: How is it different for for like a rational, fully grown adult? in in a similar situation,
3: is it different? I think it is different um, but I think it's different for a couple of reasons, one we've got that ability to think things through and have we just know to take that time but we also have experience on our side, we will have already done the stupid things and and learned from them Um, and unfortunately we can't have them learn from our experience. They they also need to experience it. So some of it's experience, and some of it is just, uh, yeah, how far the brain is along in development.
2: On a more serious note, what's it what's it like for a teenage boy with all of this social media and in pressure of assessments and all that? What's it like for them?
3: Well, I only know what they tell me, um, and it sounds stressful, and it sounds hard, and it sounds really demoralizing. Um, I think there's some really high expectations. I think there are more and more of these messages that they're getting where they just don't feel like they're good enough Um, and that is in NCA, but it's also in advertising and I think young women have sort of always had that pressure particularly in media and that's it's affecting boys more and more as well. So what would your advice be for
2: adults dealing with difficult teenage boys?
3: I think taking the time Not saying, why did you do that? But trying to identify the emotions behind the motivation um, and taking the time to know that... It's not necessarily malicious intent. That that nine times out of ten, if they thought it was going to hurt someone else, they wouldn't have done it. Uh, but thinking about whether it was a threat to their security or whether they were sort of in that flight or fight mode, and um, and how they were looking after themselves, I think that's a really important part of it. And I think a lot of forgiveness is quite useful. And and coming at it from the point where actually we've all done stupid things, we've all done things that we regret later, and and giving that room for. a bit of redemption um, is really important.
2: What are the advantages of lack of impulse control and not necessarily thinking them through? What can we learn from teenage boys? Oh,
3: I just think there's so much energy for life and so much zest, and and why not give things a go? Because just because we think things are going to go one way doesn't mean that they will. You know, we're very good at expecting the worst, um, and I think there's a real bit of optimism and a real bit of um, experimentation that can be learned from boys and appreciated about that.
2: What are the best things that teenage boys can do that adults can't?
3: Uh, in my experience, uh, have a laugh about things. Um, in the in my my son and my students, uh, just that ability to see the humor in a situation, to see how to make light of it, um, and and. Really, I think that's the best way we can deal with any of our stresses and our tragedies is to, to have that sense of humour and that willingness to, to go on and, and just that sort of dumb courage. You know, that's, that's not a bad way to be.
2: And saying never ask a boy why, why would you say that is?
3: I don't... Think a lot of them want to know why, so they haven't thought about it. Um, I think the time hasn't been given to think it through before, so afterwards you might have to help them think about why rather than ask them why, because I don't know that they'd have a good answer. Is
2: there anything else that you can tell me about teenage brains?
3: Just that it's a pretty volatile place, so I think we need to have a lot of um, a lot of sympathy and a lot of empathy, but also you know what a fantastic time for a huge overhaul of learning, um, and we shouldn't limit how they. Their brain is developed by the limitations we have in our education system and, and by what we think the world's going to be for them because ultimately they're going to live in a world we know nothing about.
2: So there's nothing wrong with teenage boys when they're doing something random.
1: Even if they don't understand why they're doing it.
2: They're not broken, they're just under construction.
1: So next time you see a teenage boy doing something a bit strange, perhaps don't ask him why.
2: Just have a laugh and keep walking. I'm Ben. I'm Mary. That's all.
0: Thanks Mary. Thanks Ben. That podcast was produced by University of Otago Science Communication student Mary Rabage. It was co hosted by her husband Ben. And a big thanks to teacher Adrian Buckingham. I'm Alison Balance and this was a summer science podcast from Our Changing World on RNZ. You can listen again or find out more at our website rnz.co.nz slash our changing world. Thanks for your company. Matewa